We're here um, to celebrate the day in history that all of the thousands of years of human history point toward, and all of the thousands of years of history since point back to. This is the weekend in which everything points. And um, we're going to just have very brief devotions and then uh, we're going to do a communion service. Um, I hadn't prepared, uh, this won't, we're not gonna be here for a very long time. Most of it's just scripture reading, but I just want us to reflect once again on the story of Jesus Christ. So if you have your Bibles this morning, you could turn to Matthew chapter 26. Matthew chapter 26, we're going to begin our reading in verse 17 and read through verse 30. Matthew chapter 26, beginning in verse 17. This is the word of God. Now on the first day of the feast of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying to him, where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says my time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When evening had come, he sat down with the twelve. Now as they were eating, he said, Assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful. And each of them began to say to him, Lord, is it I? He answered and said, He who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes just as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, who was betraying him, answered and said, Rabbi, is it I? He said to him, you have said it. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day, when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Let's pray. Father in heaven, as we reflect on just a few of these words of your holy and inspired scripture, we ask that you would refresh them in our hearts, that you would make them new to us, and the truth that we cherish so deeply that it would impact us again, that this would not be just a routine Good Friday, but a day in which the scriptures come alive for us in our hearts again, as we reflect on the Lord Jesus Christ and everything he has done for us. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. All four gospels give an account of the events 
of the final Passover Jesus celebrated with the Twelve, each with its own details due to the differing eyewitness perspectives. Mark gives the account that he heard from the lips of Peter, and it is a simple and stark account with very little detail added. Luke, on the other hand, he interviewed many followers of Christ for his gospel, and unique to his account in this part of the reading is the dispute among the twelve about who would be the greatest among them. The disciple whom Jesus loved, John, as a first-hand witness of these events, gives an incredible amount of detail left out by the other three evangelists. The detail I want to very briefly consider this morning is only recorded by Matthew and Mark, but it stirred my heart for whatever reason this week. After the Passover, before Jesus and the Twelve left the upper room for the Mount of Olives, they sang a hymn together. It is not difficult to imagine that uh, Jesus, as the rabbi and the leader of the group, would have led the singing that evening. It is more difficult to imagine what his voice might have sounded like as he opened his mouth to sing hymns of praise to the Father. I tried to imagine it this week. The Lord Jesus Christ opening his mouth and singing praises to God the Father. And it was interesting to imagine. It's just not something I'd thought of a lot as the Lord Jesus singing. I mean, obviously it was something he did. Um, but I just had never thought of it before. And certainly here it says that he did. There is one thing that there's not much doubt about, and that is, what was the hymn that the disciples sang together on that night? Even by the time of Christ, and it is still the case today, it had become Jewish custom after the taking of the Passover to sing three psalms together as a hymn. Psalm 116, Psalm 117, and Psalm 118. And this is very likely the three psalms that Jesus and his disciples sang together before they headed out to the Mount of Olives. I would like to read them. And I'm just going to touch on a couple of points as we go through them. But I want you to reflect on what was about to take place. They were going to the Mount of Olives, the Garden of Gethsemane. Uh, Christ was going to go off by himself and pray. and He was in great great discomfort. He was going to be betrayed by Judas. He was going to be taken by Roman soldiers, brought before an unjust court, um, mocked, beaten, tortured, condemned to death, eventually nailed to a cross. Jesus knew this was going to be happening to him. And then he opened his mouth and he sang these words taken from Psalm 116 to begin with. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications, because he has inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call upon him as long as I live. The pains of death surrounded me and the pangs of Sheol laid hold of me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I implore you, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yes, 
our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. I was brought low and he saved me. Return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, therefore I spoke, I am greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, all men are liars. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Just want to pause there on that word. We think the word saints very often is very much a New Testament word. It's an interesting word. It's used a lot in the Psalms, that word saints. Uh, it's often translated holy or godly. And even in Psalm 116 and Psalm 89, it's translated holy one. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his holy one. Possibly. O Lord, truly I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your maidservant. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving. I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of you, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Then they would have moved into Psalm 117. Very short psalm, only two verses long. Praise the Lord. Who? All you Gentiles. What? Hmm? Me and you too? Yeah. We finally weren't excluded. We were finally brought in where we could praise the Lord too because of what Jesus Christ was going to do. Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Laud him, all you peoples, for his merciful kindness is great toward us and the truth of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. And then they would have concluded with Psalm 118. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Let Israel now say, his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron now say, his mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord now say, his mercy endures forever. I called on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see the desire on those who hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. 
It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They surrounded me. Yes, they surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They surrounded me like bees. They were quenched like a fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. You pushed me violently that I might fall, but the Lord has helped me. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but live. And declare the works of the Lord. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go through them. And I will praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous shall enter. I will praise you for you have answered me and have become my salvation. Here's a familiar passage. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Even Good Friday. This is the day the Lord has made. All history pointed toward it. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now. That should also sound familiar. Hosanna. Hosanna. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, I will exalt you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. And then they went out. So much in those few words, isn't there? Ancient words. But words that Jesus himself would have sung from the depths of his soul and had a depth of understanding that perhaps the disciples didn't but that we have been, as his people, given the privilege of understanding now through his light. Let's close in a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we are so grateful for the cross. We are so grateful that you took that cup and you drank it right down to the last drop. And you did it because you loved us. We pray that we would not respond to your love in a calloused, 
or offhand manner, but that it would reach to the very depth of our hearts, that it would cause us to have a desire to walk closer to the one who was willing to do all of this for us. Thank you for this time together in your word. As we partake of communion, we ask your blessing upon it as well, that we would be thoughtful, that we would be sincere, that, the, that we would be humble before you. We thank you for all of these things. In Jesus' name, amen.